Today on episode 136 of the Computer Tutor podcast, we're going to have fun today. I'm going to tell you three really cool things you can do with Google Maps. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back once again to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And if you're new to the show, just wait and see. I think you're going to learn something useful or at least entertaining today. That's what I try to do with each episode anyway. And if your computer has a problem, I'm the guy you need to be talking to. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely, so you don't have to bring it into a shop or have someone come to your home. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 136. So let's get started. I love Google Maps. I use it all the time as my GPS when I'm in the car. And you know what really makes me appreciate it is the fact that I still remember how it used to be when you needed to go somewhere. Now back in the old days when I had an appointment at someone's home, I would have to get turn-by-turn directions, and I'd write them down on a 3x5 index card so I could follow them while I was driving. And, of course, if it was a long trip, you'd go to AAA and get a trip tick. You remember those? I wonder if they still even do that. seems kind of pointless now with the technology we have available. Well, I use Google Calendar to keep track of my schedule. So when I make an appointment with someone at their home or their business... I enter the address right there on the calendar at that date and time. Then when I get in the car to go there, might be a few days or a week later, I just pull up the app on my phone and click on Navigate, and there's the address. I just tap it and then follow the verbal instructions to go wherever I need to go. It's really something that's pretty amazing, and we just take it for granted now. But Google Maps does a lot more than just help you drive to an address. So today I'm going to tell you about some of the other things you can do using Google Maps that I think are pretty interesting. And I'll bet that most people don't even know about these things. The first one is called Street View with History. And you can probably figure out what this one does just by that name. Well, for those of you that don't know what Google Street View is, you are missing out on one of the coolest things on the Internet. Just go to Google and type in your own address to find it on Google Maps. And then when the map is displayed, click over on the left side where it says Street View. Yep, that's a picture of your house. At some point in the past year or two, the Google Street View car has gone down your street and taken a picture of every house. And they've done this for virtually every street in America and more than 50 other countries. And when this first came out, I thought it was really cool. But the thing is, It wasn't very widely known at the time. Most people had no idea what it was or even that it existed. So if I had an appointment with someone to come to their home, I'd be on the phone with them and they'd be giving me directions on how to get there. And while they were talking, I'd be looking up Google Street View on my computer so I could actually see a picture of their house. And I would kind of casually say, 
Okay, so your house is the one with the bird bath near the front door and the blue minivan in the driveway? Now that would kind of freak some people out. Like, you've never been here. How do you know that? And when I tell them about how I did it, it still freaked them out that I could just bring up a picture of their house on my computer. It's not such a great trick today because most people know about it, but it was back then. And now since Google has been doing Street View for like seven or eight years, you have the option of not just viewing a street the way it is currently, but you can choose to see pictures of it since about 2008. Not every year consecutively, but just the month and year that the Google Street View car drove by and took a picture. And at this point, for most places, there are like two or three older views. This can be kind of fun. If you live in an area that has some development or new construction, you might have a street corner that has a shopping plaza that was built just a few years ago, but you can see on Street View back when it was just a vacant lot. Or if you've done any work on your house in the past few years, you can slide the history view back before that and see what it looked like earlier. I found it kind of interesting to look at my own house and see the car that was in the driveway at the time, which, of course, I no longer own. Anyway, to do this, you just plug in an address and get to the Street View page, then look up in the top left corner for a little tiny icon of a clock. And when you click that little clock, you'll see a slide bar with a few dates. And those dates will be the year and the month that Google took a picture at that address. So you can choose which one you want to see and check it out. It's interesting to use this even now with just a few years of history, but imagine the value of this tool 50 years from now. I mean, what a great way to document how our neighborhoods and our cities just change and grow. I think that's pretty amazing. The second thing I want to tell you about is how you can use Google Street View technology to explore something completely different, a sunken ship. The ship is the USS Mohawk, which was originally launched back in 1934. You can check out the Wikipedia page to get the full history on the ship, but the Mohawk was sunk off the coast of Captiva Island, right here in Florida, and that was about three years ago, and that was done deliberately. She became the first military ship reef dedicated to veterans. So Google couldn't just let that huge battleship sit there at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico and not give the rest of the world the chance to explore it. So they took their 360-degree cameras, and they went all around and over that ship. And the water's very clear, so you can see everything. It's just another example of the amazing technology that we have today that we take for granted. To check out the ship, you can either do a Google search for USS Mohawk Street View, or you can get the link directly from my website, computertutorflorida.com forward slash 136 for this episode. And finally, for the last item, we go from the depths of the ocean to outer space. Yes, Google has street-viewed the moon. When I was young, I thought it was pretty cool to look at the moon with a set of binoculars, just imagining what it would be like to be there, like you're in another world. And it's even better when you have a decent telescope. But Google, as they so often like to do, has taken it to the next level. They've used their street-view cameras to map out the moon, so you can just kind of go there virtually and walk around checking out the various places and craters and all that moon-related stuff. To get to the moon, you just go to maps.google.com and start zooming out so you're getting farther and farther away from the map on the screen. And when you've gone out as far as you can, 
Look in the lower left corner and you'll see a little picture titled Earth. And when you click on that, then keep zooming out some more and you'll see that you now have the option to explore the Earth, the Moon, or yes, Mars. What kind of surprised me when I zoomed in and took a tour of the Moon is how many named places there are. I mean, the Moon is mapped out and has locations named just like we name countries and cities here on Earth. There are literally thousands of them, and most of the names are based on scientists and astronomers, you know, the ones that have contributed to our knowledge about the Moon. Now, not all of these are labeled on the Google view, but the major ones are there for you to check out. And, of course, I went on a tour of Mars as well. I just think this stuff is so cool. Now, I only talked about three things here today, but Google Maps has tons more features and fun things to do, and they're constantly working on bringing us new things. Seriously, this is really an exciting time to be alive. Now, if you found this tip to be helpful or interesting, please do me a favor and leave me a rating on iTunes. That's how this podcast gets promoted more so that more people find it. And of course, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, I would love to hear from you. You can let me know by leaving me a voicemail on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468, or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.